when all else fails, focus on your talent. You'll succeed. What's up, guys? Gator Johnny here, and this is episode 86 of the Gator Pit. And I talk a lot about passion on here. Follow your passion. Follow what you love. You know, and, and I agree. That is that is the way to live. That's the way I want to live, right? Being passionate about something. However, that passion is sometimes hard to find. And, and I don't think we're looking for it the right way. A lot of times I think we're, we're looking outside of ourselves instead of looking inside of ourselves. What do I mean by that? Well... Sometimes, instead of trying to focus on your passion, maybe we should focus on our talent. Because a lot of times, we're good at what we're passionate about. We just don't even realize that we're passionate about it. We take it for granted, right? For years and years and years, Sheena Diane would tell me, you need to be a motivational speaker. (laughs) You need to be a public speaker. You're so good talking. You talk to people, you motivate people, you change lives. You need to be a, a motivational speaker. And I was always like, eh, whatever. I mean, it's just what I did. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a public speaker. <laughs> I've been doing it for years in one form or another between teaching karate or, or working at a theme park with the, doing the gator wrestling or doing tour, tour, you know, being a tour guide. It's just something I took for granted. I don't, you know, I'm good at it and it just comes naturally to me and yeah, eh, whatever. I, I'm looking for something else. Well, sometimes we need to stop and look at what it is we're good at. Because we're good at it for a reason, right? A lot of times it just comes naturally to us. But a lot of times we're good at it because we actually enjoy it and we take the time to to work at it. The reason I'm coming up with this uh, broadcast here today, there's a girl on Instagram and I'm, I'm not embarrassed to, to plug her. I don't know her. She never said two words to me and I never spoke to her. But I follow her on Instagram. Her name is No Sleep Till Brooklyn. She's a hooper. Right? She does crazy things with the hula hoop. That girl is amazing. I didn't know you could do all that stuff. You know, with a hula hoop. (laughs) Or with 10 hula hoops. Or however many she uses. Because she uses a variety of them. uh, Different numbers. Does different things. She'll hoop them from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And all the way back without using her hands. She'll hoop them on her her bun. She'll hoop them on her nose. She'll hoop them on her butt. (laughs) Like this girl's got skills. But my thing is... It's a hula hoop. Like, I would never in a million years have thought to do something with something I played with as a child. You know, I didn't play with hula hoops, but kids play with hula hoops, little girls, you know what I mean? This girl has, I think, three or four records in the Guinness Book of World Records for, I think, she has the record for hooping the most number of hoops and another one for, I think, the most number of rotations. I don't know. She has she has a few records. I'm not sure what they are, but she has them. And she's she's on TV. She was just on MTV's show called Amazingness. Her name on the show is Hypnotic. Like, it's crazy. She's getting all this crazy success just from playing with a hula hoop. But she doesn't play with it. She puts the time into it to make it amazing, right? It's something she enjoyed. Maybe it was something she was good at. She's pretty... 
uh, athletic too. Uh, she seems like she was a gymnast, so maybe she was, and kind of parlayed that flexibility and technique into her hula hooping. I don't know. I don't know anything about her. I'm just speculating. But my point is, you could tell that she has put in the work on a hula hoop. Who'd have thunk that? Like, hey, I'm going to be a famous person, successful on TV in the Guinness Book of World Records with a hula hoop. No, I, I would never have thought that. But that's her talent, right? And possibly her passion. But that's definitely her talent. And she went with it. And that's all she does. And, you know, she's, she's amazing. <laughs> so... I guess the point of the segment is go with your talent. You know, a lot of times we're looking for a passion elsewhere. Look at what you're good at. Yes, you may have been good at it all your life, so you, you don't think much of it. You know, you take it for granted. But there's a reason that you're good at whatever. There's a reason for it. Either you've put in the work when you were younger, or it comes naturally to you, or you absolutely love it, right? Like for me, public speaking. I love it. Throw me in a room with, you know, throw me in an arena with 10,000 people, put me on the stage of the mic, I'm ready to go. I don't need prep. I'll say something. You know, I don't get stage fright. I'm, it's my environment. I love it. She loves a hula hoop. What do you guys love to do? Whatever it is, focus on that. Build something on that. Make something special with that, and you'll be successful. I know this is a subject I've touched on before, but God bless America, this just aggravates me. <laughs> like literally, um, when you're talking to someone, right? And they try to reinforce their knowledge and their information even when it's wrong. Oh, Like I was driving out on the truck, I just came back from a tour, and I get this a lot because I work with people. So you're gonna encounter people in all types of moods and stages of life and you know just all kinds of weird stuff but i'm driving and we saw an alligator and i was like oh cool look there's an alligator and just i'm just kind of going down the line and a lady said uh so how many crocodiles do you have guys have here and i said well we're in central florida we have no crocodiles she goes well, what was that i said well that's an alligator she goes well it's the same thing right and i was like no, they're two totally different animals. If you're going to tell me to go look for a crocodile, I'm going to go look for a crocodile. They're two different animals. She was like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's the same thing. And I said, that would be like you having a cat and me saying, hey, nice dog. <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? And I said, yeah, they're different. I'm, try I'm trying to reinforce to her, like, it is not the same animal. So then she starts saying, well, the reason I thought they were the same animal is because... No, that's no, the two different animals. Oh, no, I get it. No, I get it now. But I'm just saying the reason I thought they were the same animal was because and like, you know, she kept saying different reasons. And I kept telling her different animal like you're wrong, right? I'm giving you knowledge so that you're not wrong anymore. It's a totally different animal. But you're reinforcing why you thought that it was the same animal. It doesn't matter why you thought it's the same animal when it's not the same animal. <laughs> like, the fact that she kept reinforcing it, was that supposed to make me go, oh, I get it now. Yeah, you're right. It's the same animal. No, it doesn't matter why you thought it. They're two totally different animals. <laughs> oh, God, it makes me so angry. Like, you know, it, 
people just want to be heard and they want <clears throat> they want to bend reality and information that they receive to their way of thinking to justify their way of thinking you know nobody cares about the truth nobody wants to learn the truth they want to teach their truth you know her truth is that that animal that I was pointing to is a crocodile but only her truth because the fact is it was an alligator there are no crocodiles in central Florida there are no crocodiles anywhere in Florida other than the southernmost tip of the Everglades it's the only place in Florida where there's alligators or I'm sorry it's the only place in Florida where there's crocodiles and it's the only place in the world where crocodiles and alligators share space in their, you know natively there's no crocodiles in central Florida so her trying to reinforce over and over again why she thought that was a crocodile is irrelevant it was just her trying to say well this is why i thought i was right so i'm just letting you know so that you think i'm right too like i don't understand why why <laughs> what's the point of you trying to tell me why you thought that it doesn't matter why here's the information learn oh Alrighty guys, due to popular demand, I am debuting a new segment here today on the Gator Pit called Wildlife Wednesday. And the reason I'm doing this is because I've gotten a lot of requests to talk about Florida wildlife, in particular gators, uh, just because I'm Gator Johnny and I've worked with them and I have like firsthand knowledge of them. Sheena Diane too, Sheena's told me a, a bunch of people have called in or just spoken to her and asked her like hey is johnny gonna talk more about alligators so i've decided that on wednesdays it's wildlife wednesday and i'm gonna talk about different animals some of them will be florida animals some of them won't be i'll just give some fun facts you know what i mean uh, about animals today it's going to be alligators i've talked about them before but i figured i will talk about them again because they are an interesting animal it's fascinating you know we take it for granted living in florida because we see them everywhere why do we see them everywhere because there's about two million alligators in the state of florida only about 10 to 15 maybe 20,000 bodies of water to support them all if you do the math that's potentially 100 alligators in every single lake pond river stream creek retention pond and canal in the state of florida and of course that's dividing evenly which nature doesn't do uh there'll be more alligators in a big lake there'll be more alligators in a swamp than there would be say in a canal but that's still enough alligators that you can realistically assume there's at least one in every single body of water in florida so you have to be careful when you're out and about right you got to be careful because they're everywhere you, mainly you got to be careful with your pets walking your dog or, or letting your cat out by the water because alligators are small game hunters you don't really have to be too careful for yourself at least not as far as getting quote-unquote eaten you have to be careful for your pets because fun fact alligators are small game hunters they don't go after big prey their main diet consists of fish and turtles they'll also eat uh, you know snakes birds if they can catch them uh, and then small mammals like raccoons and possums and squirrels and uh, rabbits, skunks, dogs and cats, you know, dogs and cats. A lot of times uh, when there's a gator in a community in a retention pond, because again, they're in every body of water in Florida, dogs and cats go missing. Yeah, because gators go after them. Gators go after small prey. They don't go after big prey. Height intimidates an alligator. 
because they're used to hunting small things. That also means they don't like fighting their prey. Why would a gator, you know, a lot of people say, well, the gator's going to draw on its prey, right? No, not really, because gators don't do that. That's crocodile behavior. Crocodiles draw on their prey because they take on big animals that is, that's going to fight back. Why would a gator have to draw on a squirrel? <laughs> you know what I mean? They just grab it and eat it because they hunt small prey. But for that very reason, if it looks like it can fight back, then the gator really wants nothing to do with it. It will go find easier prey. Small game hunters, height intimidates them, which is why they don't go after cows. They don't go after horses. They don't go after deer if the deer is big enough. And they don't go after humans, not as food. I mean, people get bit, but it's usually because they did something wrong. They were where they shouldn't have been, or they were trying to catch a gator, or maybe they were trying to catch a baby gator. Mama's gonna be nearby, right? Leave the baby gators alone. Mama's nearby. And speaking of mama, she's a very devoted mother. Very devoted, more so than you would think for a reptile. Um, you know, she'll lay her eggs in a nest. She'll, she'll dig a hole, lay the eggs in a hole, cover them up, and head out, you know, into the swamp to the end of the gestation period. Once the babies hatch, they'll start calling for her in the, in, in the nest. Or, or if they may manage to crawl out, they'll start calling for her. And she'll hear them from like far away. They got great hearing. And the baby's calls kind of sound like this. That's a baby gator in a stress call, which brings the moms running, right? They'll come over as fast as they can. They'll dig out the, the nest. They'll see the little babies there. And then they grab them by their heads using their jaws, these powerful nightmarish jaws. They'll grab the baby by the head very gently, ever so gently, pick it up, thunk, flip it into her mouth where it sinks into a pouch. And then they'll, they'll fill up the mouth with like five or six babies, then walk out into the water and slowly open the mouth. Not a lot just enough for the water to flow in and slowly start filling up her mouth so that the babies get used to it. So it takes a while. This is not, gonna, this is not something that happens fast. She will lay there slowly opening her mouth, slowly letting it fill up until the babies start to uh, get comfortable and start swimming out. Once they swim out of her mouth, she'll go back and get the rest. Um, so she's extremely gentle. You know, these, again, these nightmarishly powerful jaws that can, that can have, you know, upwards of 3,000 pounds of crushing power per square inch are gentle enough to grab a little baby without hurting it. And to take it a step further, if she arrives and there's some eggs that are ready to hatch, but they can't hatch. In other words, she hears the little baby's calling from inside, but for some reason or another, they can't seem to break the egg. She'll actually take the egg in her mouth and start rolling it around using her teeth to put little tiny cracks all around the shell of the egg weakening it and softening it for the baby to get out that is what mama gator does and then she'll stick around she'll watch them for about a year or so make sure they're okay she can't really do much for them as far as feeding them they're on their own when it comes to that they got to go out and hunt but she will look after them because everything eats baby gators you're talking fish can eat them birds can eat them turtles can eat them or kill them at least. Mammals can eat them, other gators can eat them, lizards can eat them, snakes can eat them, I mean, you name it. So mama will stay with them for about a year to protect them, but a year later, they gotta go. <laughs> now, usually by the end of that first year, the gators are gone, the little babies are gone because they've either A, been eaten by something, or B, just kind of gone off on their way, you know, in their, their little gator ways. But every once in a while, one will stick around. 
you know, like all family, <laughs> all families have that one member that just won't leave. <laughs> you came for Thanksgiving. Why are you still on my couch? When that happens, mama starts giving him hints as the year is coming up, as the eggs are about to hatch. Mama starts telling this, this year old gator every day, a little more, uh, you got to get out. You know, she starts getting a little more aggressive, a little more aggressive. Letting him know you're no longer welcome because what happens is when the babies hatch, that year old gator, which was maybe six inches long when he was born, is now about a foot and a half long. They grow about a foot a year. It is big enough to start eating the hatchlings. Mama can't have that. So mama, you know, if worst case scenario, the, the yearling tries to kill the hatchling, mama will have to kill the yearling. Her, her, um, her priorities are babies, not year old gators. So... She, she tries to push him out before that year is up. And again, usually that's what happens. They're gone by the end of that year. So mamas are very, very devoted moms. Dads are not. Dads, you know, they do the deed and they move on. All they see are little animals that they can eat. That's it. Uh, let's see. I mentioned earlier that birds are among the prey that alligators eat. That's what they like to eat. If they can catch them, because obviously birds are hard to catch. Here's an interesting fact about gators. They use tools. They have been observed using branches and leaves and whatnot, sticks, on their heads. They'll swim under it and come up purposefully under the stick to make it look like nesting material for the bird to come down, try to grab it, and then the gator grabs the bird. How freaking cool is that? Gators are smart enough to use lures to get the birds down, and they're problem solvers. I know this firsthand. We used to put a bunch of gators in, a, when I worked at the gator park, we used to put them in a, in a hotel and convention center here in, in Kissimmee, and we did a show there, and they were there for the guests as well. But we would get called every once in a while, and, and they were smaller gators, three feet, four feet, but every once in a while we'd get a call that a gator got out. So what we had to do at that point, we would have to rush over there that same day, get that gator and take him out of there and bring another one in. Because what happens is now this gator has learned how to escape. He will teach the other gators how to do it simply by doing it again. If he keeps getting out, all the other gators are going to look and go, hmm, I want to try that. And then they all do it. They learn like they, 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 they solve problems. They're problem solvers, which is crazy because they're reptiles. But they are smart enough to do that. Um, another problem of theirs is trying to get through a fence. If they can't dig under it, they'll climb over it. If you want to see something really freaky, go on Google and type in gator climbing fence. It is the strangest thing, but they can climb fences. Can you imagine that? You put a fence around your property to keep animals out and suddenly there's a gator inside your fence. <laughs> they can do that. Alligators are extremely smart. Like I said, if they can't dig underneath, they'll climb over it. If it's not too high, obviously, it, it, it can only be a certain, amount of, a certain amount of height, maybe six, seven feet. They'll still manage to crawl over it. Another fun fact for you, gators are nocturnal. They're on about at night. They don't hunt during the day. Now, this may confuse people. A lot of folks say, well, wait a minute. They're reptiles. They're, they're cold-blooded. They need the sunlight to survive. How are they out and about at night? Well, it's the very fact that the reptiles that makes it more practical for them to be out and about at night because they need the daylight to warm up. They, that's why you'll see them during the day laying on the side of the road, laying on the side of the river, side of the lake, uh, and canals, sunning themselves. They spend all day long 
recharging their batteries, if you will, to last them all night. If they were diurnal, if they were out and about during the day, they would be in the water all day hunting their, their prey. They wouldn't have time to warm up. You know what I mean? So if you think about it, it makes sense. They are nocturnal. A lot of reptiles are. A lot of reptiles are for that very same reason. They need that sunlight to survive. So they, they warm up all day long enough to last them all night. So gators are nocturnal. Uh, let's see. Another fun fact about alligators. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Last fun fact. I say last because I can keep going, but <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll keep going all day. But for this segment, I'm going to close it out with this right here. Like sharks, alligators lose their teeth all the time. Teeth fall out. Every time a gator bites into something, wham, slam, those jaws slam shut, a tooth falls out. I have so many gator teeth at home. Sheena has so many gator teeth at home for when I used to work with gators because we would literally, anytime we were in the sand with an alligator or, or maybe after a gator wrestling show, after I wrestled a gator, I would simply run my hands through the sand and find teeth because every time that they slam their jaws into something, a tooth falls out. But it's okay. It grows right back. They're kind of like sharks. It'll grow right back and it will do so for most of its life. Until it reaches the age of maybe 50, 60, at which point the teeth stop growing in. After that, no more teeth, which makes it harder for them to eat. And it's okay because usually in the wild, gators will only live about 25, maybe 40 years. In captivity, they live 40 to 75 years. So the teeth don't really matter in captivity, right? Because if you're my gator, if I'm taking care of you, I'm going to walk into your enclosure. I'm going to have you open your mouth. I'm just going to throw the food right in your mouth. You don't need to grip it, which is what the teeth do. They're not used to cut. They're not like shark's teeth that are like knives. They're more like pencils. They're round with a really, really pointy tip. They're just used to grab things. So in the wild, a toothless gator would probably have a hard time trying to eat a turtle. It would just slide right out or trying to eat a lot of things, a lot of animals, big animals, you know, or at least big enough that they can't swallow it in one gulp, they'd have a hard time grabbing it with no teeth. So, but anyway, there you have some alligator fun facts here on Wildlife Florida. If uh, you guys have any requests, if you guys have anything specific you want me to talk about wildlife wise uh, here from Florida or from afar, you know, from maybe where you live, I probably, I might know something. I know a little bit here and there about different animals, so who knows? Test my knowledge. See if you can stump me. You know, if you guys have a request, you want me to talk about a specific animal or, or a specific aspect of wildlife, let me know. Call in or, or you know, reach out to me on Twitter, GatorJohnnyFL at Twitter. Reach out to me on Instagram. For those of you listening to me on, on Anchor, we already have a group on Instagram, right? We talk all the time. For those of you that are... that you know, are not following me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Gator Johnny. Reach out to me there. You can also find me on Facebook, right? Johnny Matos, or you can also type Gator Johnny because my nickname is on there as that as well. You know, let me know. What do you want me to talk about next week? Wildlife Wednesday. It's all yours. I will take requests. Hey Gator Johnny, this is Terry, Terry Johnson online, and I, I'll, I I think I've told you before, I enjoy listening to your station, and I was just 
listening to your Wildlife Wednesday segment. I love it. And um, I just wanted to say keep it coming. Thanks. Terry Johnson, good to hear from you. It's been a minute. And you know what? You are one of those uh, folks that have mentioned it in the past that I should do more animal-related material. I did one segment. I forget what it was on. Hmm. I don't remember what it was on, but it was it was animal-related. Uh, or no, no, no. Terry, you just called in one day, and you were like, um, I want to hear stories about animals, wildlife, your experiences with them, what you used to do, Russ and Gators, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, you were one of those folks, like I mentioned earlier today, that have requested more of that content. And you know what? Honestly, I don't know why I don't put it out there. Now, I, I'm not, like, dodging it for any particular reason. I just have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> You know, there's more to me than that. But going back to my earlier segment today, the first segment this morning, following your talent. Sometimes it's, you know, it's easy to follow your talent than it is follow your passion. I mean, maybe I should focus on that, right? I want to live that passionate life. And animals is my thing. Even the beast within, for those of you that are uh, not listening on anchor.fm, the beast within is one of our stations here on anchor. And he told me one time, well, actually, he's told me a few times on Instagram <laughs> because we cross promote, you know, on different social media networks. But he's told me, he's like, dude, you need to take pictures like wildlife photography and, and, and do something with animals because because that's your passion. Like, why are you not doing that? Sheena tells me all the time, too. I don't know. I don't know why. No real reason. You know, I'm not really shying from it. I just have other things to talk about. But it's probably like I said earlier today, I take it for granted what we're good at. We take for granted what we love. We take for granted what we're passionate about. A lot of times we take for granted, you know, and that's that's one thing I take for granted. My love of animals and my ability with animals. I have a connection with alligators. I mean, and, and I'm not just saying that like to humble brag. Sheena Diane has seen it and she her mouth drops open. We'll go to a zoo that we've never been to. So it's not like I've worked with those alligators and I'll call them over and they'll come over. You know, I'll get their head up out of the water, like getting them to jump. I know how to communicate with them. And maybe, you know, I, I'm not saying it's any mystical ability I have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it's just the fact that I'm a gator trainer. And there's only so many ways you can train an alligator. There's only so many commands you can do. There's only so many ways to deliver those commands. So maybe I'm doing it the way that the trainers there do it. Because I've done it before. I don't know. But the bottom line is... I have a connection with gators, and Sheena's been telling me that for years. You need to put out alligator content on the gator pit. It's called the gator pit, and you're Gator Johnny. Why are you not doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But maybe I'm going to start. Well, I already started today with Wildlife Wednesday. So, Terry, it was for you. It was for you guys that want it. And I'll be doing another one next week. Wildlife Wednesday. I'm already planning what I'm going to talk about, what animal. And who knows? It may become a regular segment. Right, because I have multiple segments on my on my on my podcast every day. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a regular segment. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Thanks for calling, Terry. Oh, thank you. All right, so I am here with Sheena Diane. She's eating right now. We're having dinner, but I was just talking to her how I got a call in from Terry Johnson today, and how she was one of the people that have told me. 
they wanted more animal content because Sheena herself is told she's like, hey, you need to put more animal stuff. You got great stories. You um, you know, you Gator Johnny, and apparently, she gets people asking her. Oh, that, that looks really good. She's eating some KFC right now, and it's really good. For those of you that love KFC, you know just mentioning is making your mouth water. <laughs> but she has told me that she keeps getting a lot of requests for me to do animal stuff too, so I don't know. You know what we should do? We should do animal stuff together. Remember how on YouTube we used to... We, I, I had a, uh, a gator pitch show on YouTube, and we used to do segments together. Yeah, that was fun. We should do that on here on Anchor. Yeah, well, that's why we started our Married Life channel, I think. Not for animal stuff, though. No. But we could do animal stuff. I got my stuff. mouthful. Don't put that in front of me. That's why I'm here, like, kneeling, kind of hint, hint. Like, don't, don't eat. I'm trying to talk with you. Sorry. I got my <laughs> mouthful. What do you want me to do? Stop eating. See, you're filling it up again. I'm hungry. <laughs> so eat. But you're telling me not to eat. No, I don't care. You can eat, talk with your mouthful. There's no rules on my station. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to throw you in here because you're the one that's been telling me to do that. And today I did it, and it achieved some success. Someone liked it. Now, right now, I'm doing it every Wednesday. I was saying that if it becomes po popular, I may do like a segment every day of animal stuff. Like, you know, I do different segments. I think you should. You are Gator Johnny. It would make sense. You are a slew of knowledge of all kind of Florida fauna and wildlife. So why not put it on your channel? I mean, that is what Gator Johnny is. Hmm. That's what you are. I know. I know. You know, it's funny. I did a segment this morning, which you didn't listen to yet. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I did a segment this morning on how you should follow your talent. Sometimes your passion is hard to find, so rely on your talent. Because usually what you're good at, a lot of times, is your passion. You just kind of push it aside. You do that a lot. I do, and I, I mentioned that um, on the segment. But this is one of the things that I kind of push to the side, my knowledge of animals and my, my connection with animals, especially gators. Right. You know, because I mentioned how, like, we'll go to a zoo. And I'll call gators over that I've never worked with. Oh, and I love it when we go to a zoo because literally he'll have a group of people around him asking him questions about the animals as if he works there. <laughs> and I tell you that every single time that we go to any type of animal park, that happens. Every time. And that's because I call the gators over and they come over. I mentioned that story. How like, we'll go to a zoo and you'll be amazed. Like, you'll just literally watch with your mouth open. I'll call the gators over and they'll come over like I trained them, even though I've never been there. And I was saying maybe part of that reason was because of the fact that... You know, I'm a gator trainer, and when you train, there's only certain, there's only so many ways to train a gator. I've probably done them all, and there's only certain commands and ways to say them. We've probably said them all, so I'm probably saying it the way their trainers say it. But I don't know, because that, that works at my job, too, now, with the wild gators. I'll call them over, they'll come over, like for, for videos and whatnot. You're just the gator whisperer, baby. That's your <laughs> spirit animal. Embrace it. I should call the station the gator whisperer. No, no, I would say your spirit animal or something. <laughs> the gator pit works. But anyway, I just wanted to throw Sheena Diane in here for a little, yeah, a little combo. Yeah, thanks. By the way, the reason I haven't listened to your channel today is because I have been at the doctor's office with your son driving all day. And then I had to take your daughters to Bible class. Wait, were you driving all day in the doctor's office? No, but we were there for like a while. So that means while you were there waiting, you could have been listening to the segment. <clears throat> that was gross. And yes, she actually grabbed the phone and put her mouth on it to burp. And now she's cracking up. That was disgusting. No, that was Johnny, so, sort of that was so sexy. You. I love you. That was totally Johnny, That was guys. so sexy. How can I burp in the middle of a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> like my voice was here and suddenly the phone fades and you hear, <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't put it on me when I'm eating. Oh my gosh. That serves you right. Welcome to the married life. Oh no, wrong channel, wrong show. Excuse me. <laughs> And on that note, our show comes to a close. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Terry, thank you for the call-in. Sheeta, my beautiful wife, <laughs> thank you for joining in on that last segment. You're welcome. Thank you for the sound effects. Yeah, well, sorry, but you got me right in the middle of dinner. Like, how rude. I love it. How rude. I love it. Anyway, tune in tomorrow, guys. I'll be debuting another segment. That's like, that's like every day I've been debuting a new segment. No, I didn't do anything on Monday. Did I do anything on Monday? Yeah, no. Yeah, but that's a, that's a regular segment I do. On Tuesday, I did Top 10 Tuesday. Today, I did the uh, Wildlife Wednesdays. Tomorrow, I'm doing Throwback Thursday, which I've never done on my show. Or did I do one last week? Yeah, did I do one last week? I might have done one last week. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm making it a segment now. And yeah, I guess I could talk about gator wrestling. I don't know. Give me a topic. What should I talk about tomorrow? Gator wrestling. Gator. I, I know, but what about it? You like, so like one about of the how, stories? Yeah, like it started at the beginning when you first fell in love with gator wrestling. Oh no, it started at the very, very beginning when you fell in love with a crocodile hunter. Or you can go before that and talk about all the dinosaur stuff, whichever. I think they they already heard that story though. I'm trying to come up with stories that they haven't heard, but I got plenty. I got plenty of stories. Yeah, okay, now you got my mind, my mind working now. You're, You're eating welcome. Girl Scout cookies. Stop telling on me, God. I want a Girl Scout cookie. Pounds. She's like 900. She's not 1,000. Come on, that would be ridiculous. But, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in tomorrow. We'll have some fun with the uh, Throwback Thursday. But I need to name it something else, though, because everyone calls it Throwback Thursday. I got to come, like, come up with like a catchy Gator Johnny name. Kind of like Top 10 Tuesday. You know, that was cool. Or Wildlife Wednesday. So I got to come up with something. Maybe we could brainstorm later. For Throwback Thursday. How about... Um. <laughs> yeah, right? No, we got we to gotta brainstorm. Yeah, it's hard to come up with it on the spot. Because there's a lot of them and you don't want to use up someone else's. So that's all right. We'll think of something. And worst case scenario, tomorrow's going to be Throwback Thursday. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me, guys. I'm Gator Johnny. This is... Sheena Diane. <laughs> From the Gator Pit, we're out. Later, y'all.